Hello, hello everybody, and welcome back to episode 16 of Pigskin's Picks, where today, me, Ryan, and Dave, are going to go over our week zero recap, as well as our week one pick, so Dave, not to rub salt in the wound here, uh, do you want to go over your picks? I know, I know it was a rough weekend for you. <sighs> yeah, no, I'll do over mine. I've done absolute phenomenal job in week zero for me. <laughs> I got a big fat own three. I feel like uh, the Demarcus Cousins saying that you know I'm the third splash brother, and then him shooting a three and just absolutely bricking the hell out of it. That was me. Oh um, I will say that uh, USC is really good at football. But also terrible at football because that was my really first bad pick. At the defense side. Their first half minus eighteen and a half wasn't even close. It was twenty-one fourteen and a half. They gave up twenty-eight points total to San Jose State. They did not cover the full game spread. They did not cover the first half spread. This is concerning. This is my concern with USC when I gave that bet. It was can this defense be better than they were last year? And they were terrible last year. So one would think, hey, we not be terrible, but yeah. Um, my second pick was by far the one I felt the most confidence about and it looked great until the starter went out but that was Ohio Moneyline over San Diego no, um, after Curtis Rourke went out it was it was CJ Harris looked like god so bad. awful garbage so bad 18 of 24 in three picks two of them by the way being when they were driving offensively one of them was in the red zone and this was a 20 to 13 win for San Diego State so like Ohio lost by touchdown. Well turned the ball over twice in scoring position. They were up when when work was in the game. By the way, I they were. I, I mean, they drove they drove down the field what two or three times with the backup, two, and he threw a pick. Yeah, I'm saying if Curtis Hart doesn't get hurt, they they win this game. They I, win. I, I'm not even. They were. It was a different team the minute that he went down. So, oh yeah, yeah. And I think and I know people talk about they kept him out because they do have a very big matchup in a couple weeks. Um. I forget who they're playing. Minnesota, I think they're playing. So it's a big matchup that they want him to be there for. But he did, in fact, tweak his same knee that he did tear last year. So that's why they think they were like, he probably could have gone back in, but they were so like, nope, 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 keep him out, yeah. keep him out. So it's just unfortunate because that, they, they were just a different team once he went out. And the final pick, by far, the, the worst performance we'll I've seen. We'll get into it later. New Mexico State minus six and a half over UMass. You would think that'd be a great pick because it should have been a great pick. Everything led to that being a great pick. And what did New Mexico State do? They gave up 41 points to UMass. At they laid an egg. UMass hasn't scored 41 points since 2017 when they played against, like, oh the Sisters God. of the Blind. It's Phenomenal bad. job by, by UMass. But, oh, my God, this is horrific. If New Mexico State plays like this, they're going to win one game. This is a exactly. terrible start to a season for a team that ended the year last year so hot, had so many guys coming back, had have expectations that are relatively high. Oh, yikes! So yeah, I'll take the, I'll take the hate, all that. Oh, and three, I understand. We're gonna work to do better now and not do that again. But Ryan, let's just go over your picks real quick, since you know you were a little bit opposite of me. Yes, I uh, I held the I held the team together a little bit. We finished three and three as a a record for the week. Uh, you know, you have your ups and downs in the. In the picks world, it's shit happens. So, my first pick of week zero was Notre Dame first half minus ten and a half. That was uh, not even a sweat. Twenty-eight nothing at halftime was good there. Second pick USC's team total. This was the one that had me sweating at halftime. I was like twenty-one points. Hey, you gotta twenty-one 
12 points versus gotta, San Diego State. I mean, San Jose yeah. State, who had the one of the worst teams in the country last year, so a little stressful there. I mean, they weren't bad. They just played a really easy schedule. So, no, we'll, well, yeah, they, uh, we'll give that to them. Yeah, but USC, USC's first half looked concerning because if they do that against like yeah. Notre Dame or Oregon, Washington, Utah, oh, they yeah. will they will get blown out. They, it won't be close. But USC's offense does what they do best. Exploded, thanks to a true freshman. We'll talk about later. And then the third pick actually was comical because I confused them for Deion Sanders, alma mater, Jackson State, Jacksonville State. I apologize, but. Congrats on starting one and zero. Yeah, no, great. That was one of the better um, surprise picks because that was like an even money pick that you you gave and yeah. you cashed. So I hope you if you take all picks, you would have gone three and three. I will say, my untracked picks um, did in fact I, I ended up being okay. I did hit my untracked picks, I, and I did say in the Ohio yep. game if you didn't like Ohio money line to take the under, that under cashed sweat Easily. free. I mean, the under was 49 and a half, oh, or 48 and Dave, a half. Dave, I guess now's a good time to bring up one of our free plays. Is looking very, very well right now. Well, no, we wouldn't bring that up. Um, well, well, actually, you know, you could. Yeah, we could because Utah just by the time you see this, you would have seen that. We would have, uh, if, if anyone saw it, we did in fact give out a free play for the Thursday night game, which was yes. Utah minus four and a half. Who are now up 21. Who are now up 21 at the time of this. So, this is a play that we were confident at the six and a half, even without, even without, um, you know, they're, they're all Pac 12 quarterback. Um, and their starting who, tight end. And the starting tight end. We, we knew Utah's defense returns eight guys. They look really good. And they are showing Florida and Grant Mertz. I'm sorry, I'm going to be the number one Grant Mertz hater. Ryan and I actually, after his first game at Wisconsin, said, "Oh, could this be the quarterback that Wisconsin's needed for years?" And yeah. then he led us astray. First game in his college career, he threw like three touchdowns, like two fifty, two seventy. You know what he there. did? You know what he did? He pulled the JT Daniels. We thought JT Daniels was going to be great, and now look at what happened. Well, JT Daniels was great before the injury. He's never been the same since the injury. Never. Grant Mertz just thinks, I guess, right? He just sucks. No, he sucks, dude. But I will say, maybe maybe Wisconsin found a guy in Tanner Mordecai. Now, we know that guy can play football because that guy play, has played football quite really, really well without yeah. playing at like a necessarily great school. Oh, yeah. So, Ryan, we're going to go to our next segment, which is uh, probably going to be one of the funnier things we do during the year. This is, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Uh, we're going to give out um, our three oinks of the week in college. We'll give out one of the NFL as well. But the idea is the oinks is something that is like you're just going to acknowledge a guy who balled out. Who yeah. you may have lost the game, but guess what? That guy was not the reason you lost the football game. So, Ryan, do you want to take your first one? Could you only take my first oink first? Uh, you know what? I'll just jump into it. I'll I'll say my first oink. My first oink is true freshman Zachariah Branch, wide receiver out of USC. Now the receiving stat line isn't isn't the greatest. Four for fifty eight and a touchdown. That's, what not he did that's not bad by any it's means. not bad. Listen, for that's your first... That's not an oink, though. That, that's, not a, no. that's not getting you an oink. No, not at all. That's a normal... That's an average stat line for a lot of receivers in college football. So, what really impressed us, or well, at least me, was he had 162 all-purpose uh, return yards, including a 96-yard kick return touchdown. So... 
he's putting up 220 all-purpose return yards in his first game as a true freshman. Yeah, uh, this kid's this kid's got a lot of potential. They actually showed Ryan um, him versus other like standout guys from USC. Did a little side by side in their first game. So it was like him versus Amon Ra, him versus Juju, him versus Reggie Bush, and like a lot of those guys just put up like like okay to like very underwhelming numbers in their first game. Where obviously Branch put up 220 all-purpose yards. So I think the the future is bright for this kid, and that's going to lead me to my first oink, and that's going to go to a team that we thought was going to stink this year, and if they play like this, they're going to be a lot better than we think, and that is Hawaii and their wide receiver Polefi Ashlock. Now they lost a 20 to 35 game at Vanderbilt, but they were a 17 and a half point dog in that game, so they played very well to keep it to a seven point game, and. Ashlock put up quite a day. He had seven mm. for 127 and a tud. This Talk is about a day. having a day there, kid. Hawaii may be a little bit better than we think they're gonna thought they were gonna be. And they got a good matchup, you know, this week. They play they play Hawaii. I mean they play Stanford, who that's a very winnable game, I will say. Ryan, wanna take your two winks? Yeah, so my my two oinks of the week, I probably should have made him my three oinks of the week is a uh, receiver out of Louisiana Tech, Smoke Harris. That's a sick name. That's such he, a good name, man. One, great name. Two, put up 11 for 155 and a touchdown in a win. In a win. That's a big win, too. That's a, yeah. Um, it's always good to have, you know, to start off your, your season with a win when you do it dropping 11 catches and 155 yards. You, you deserve two oinks. Not one, two oinks. And my two oinks is uh, very so close. Two to my two oink guy was a guy who plays for a school, school called Notre Dame. And uh, my dog horse for the Heisman. But I'm going to be honest, if he keeps doing things like this all year, he won't be a dog horse. And that is Mr. Sam Hartman. Uh, he went 19 of 23 for 251 passing yards. And not one, not two, not three, but four tuds in an absolute shellacking of Renevi 42 to 3. Had as many had as many touchdowns as incompletions. Yeah. He had more touchdowns than Navy points. I'm going to be honest. Wow. They could have put up 60 <laughs> themselves. That like, And I know it's Navy, but if Notre Dame plays like that, and they got like... You have now a legitimate quarterback there. Probably the best quarterback they've had since Brady Quinn. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Watch out. This is this is a, t- a playoff team written all over it. And I know it's early. I'm not going to jump the gun yet. They do have some really tough games. But Hartman, Mr. Hartman, you were a good player last I saw. I saw you play for a couple years at Wake Forest, and you just picked up right where he left off. What, he had 38 and 39 touchdowns in the last, last two years? Last seasons, yeah. Yeah, so I, I fully expect him to be doing that this year. Pretty he does damn that. good. He does that at Notre Dame. He's going to get a lot more notice than at Wake Forest. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Under your three oinks. You know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll do my three oinks. I'm I'm sorry. I got it. I don't mean to rub salt in the wound here, but you just want to keep rubbing it. It's okay. You just want to beat me I up. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. What do you yeah, want you me did. to do? It's fine. It's fine. No, I didn't. They played fantastic, as you said. Uh, my three oinks of the week is. UMass's football team as a whole. Now we're just you know it's like Oprah. You you get an oink. You get an oink. the whole <laughs> UMass right, team get an gets oink. an oink. The whole UMass football team gets an oink. I mean, and, uh, actually, the whole UMass football team gets three oinks. It's funny because uh, UMass 
they have over the last four years were three and thirty-seven as a, over four years. So they bad. were one and eleven, one and eleven, zero oh and four, and one and eleven over the last four seasons. They already have count it one win this year, and if they play like this, they're going to have a lot more than one win. They may have as many wins this season as they did the last four yeah. years combined. Yeah. And so that leads bad. me to my last oink. Now this is another guy. They team didn't fare so well, but son, you played damn well. And that's San Jose State's wide receiver, Nick Nash. Nick went six catches for 89 yards, not one, not two, but three Todd's. Talk about a great against USC. I mean, he was the reason that they had to keep scoring points. He was the reason that my uh, first half spread didn't hit because Nick Nash said, I'm going to ball out in the first half and the second half. So, Nick, you get my three oinks of the week. That's going to lead us now to... Week one picks. We're going to have yeah. three picks each, and then we have a little fourth pick that we're going to give that, something that we both are, are fans of that, you know, we yes. can join fourth pick. So, Ryan, I'm going to let you take your first pick because I know you're very big on this game. Oh, yes, I am. I am. Now, hopefully we, you know, we keep the, we keep the streak alive here. My first pick of week one is going to be Colorado plus 20 and a half. Man, man, oh man, this is what a way Dion can make a splash. You know, as his first game as head coach for the Colorado Buffalo. You, so you mean they're gonna uh, win the game? No, I don't think they're gonna win the game. I think they're gonna they're gonna keep it close. Cause Dion didn't really get blown out as a head coach. Never really did. Just didn't happen. Uh Dion's got too much of an ego problem to get blown out. So you I would actually love that. to see what happens if they were to get blown out. He if they got, I, I think he would blow a big, blow a gasket. No, he would. Honest. He would be absolutely. He'd throw like a like a hissy fit. Yeah. And guess what? Welcome to remember Power next year. football. Powerful Power football. football. Where's Colorado going next year, Ryan? Where's Colorado playing next year? Are they? Where are they going? Aren't they going to the Big Twelve? They're going to the Big Twelve, aren't they? Big Twelve. And guess yeah. what? Yeah. So you just. This this is it. This is a uh, uh uh. You're you're stepping in the ring and you're throwing you're throwing punches. You're throwing hands with the team that is is not the favorite to win the Big Twelve this year, but like is your second mo- most you're, favorite. You're about to step in the ring with defending you know runner national up runner up national runner up to Georgia. We're not going to get into that, but I mean the uh, absolute shit kicking that happened to me. I don't even. I, I, it was worse than a shit kicking. I don't know what's worse than a shit kicking, but it was. It was just bad. Death. It's a death. It's yeah. Death by, it was yeah, a death they, by they like air raid. Right. It was like a. What do they call that when they? Let's just drop. Let's just drop the 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 rods of God. That's what they did to TCU. Basically, yeah. But uh, to me, Colorado has the best offensive and all around player on the field in. Uh, I think Shadur Sanders is a better quarterback than what TCU's thrown onto the field. I also think Travis Hunter is the best football player on the field as well. Now people to, are going to talk about you know Colorado's fifty something transfers. Uh, it just means they got more talent. So what they're putting onto the field is going to be a hell of a lot better than last year. Uh, the coach is better than last year. So what? Colorado's also going up against TCU's losing their best quarterback, Max Duggan, Heisman runner-up. 
uh, both running backs, Dean Mercado and Kendra Miller, both went to the NFL. Quentin Johnson, first-round pick to the Chargers. Uh, Dean Winters. Yeah, I was going to say best linebacker in D. Winters. Also, uh, best corner in LaDainian Tomlinson's nephew. I don't know. I'm not, I can't pronounce his full name. He's got the double Yeah. Um, and then also, they lost their best offensive lineman. So, what you're losing for TCU, I don't know if you're able to replicate what you did. You're definitely not going to be able to replicate what you did last year. But can you, can you keep stride for stride with the big guns in the Big 12 for this year and big guns. There's only two big guns in the Big 12, realistically, in Texas and Oklahoma, and we're going to see if they can you know, keep stride for stride, but I just don't see Dion getting see a blowout out here. Like, 21. like this, this to me screams, this is like a trap game, week one trap game for TCU. Yeah. They, they should win the game, but like, by three touchdowns, like that's a that's a lot of points. If Colorado was like last year's team, sure, but like yeah, like you said, they're gonna probably have the two best athletes on the field. And yeah. it's just hard when you have so much talent. You may not win the game, but they're gonna keep it damn close. And this actually leads me to my first pick. You know why? I I know what I have on the screen. I'm gonna talk about it, but I do have a secondary pick. I'm gonna talk about. If you don't want to take this one, take the the second like one yes, for the yes. same game. Because I think this other option is, is maybe better. Right now, I'm taking UNC minus two and a half over South Carolina. It's in South Carolina. South Carolina has lost, won four of the last five. I know, I know, I know. It just everything screams South Carolina to win this game. It's their home dog at plus money. Why are you taking UNC? Honestly, two reasons. The better quarterback is Drake May. That's not a question. And as much as I love Shane Beamer, I think he's really building a nice thing there in South Carolina. They're going to be, they have some really good recruits coming in. I got to trust Mac Brown because what was North Carolina's issue last year? It wasn't offense, it was defense, like USC. The difference is, I don't foresee them having the same defensive problems that they had last season. I know, again, we make fun of the guy when, he, when we talked about him, but Gene Chizik's there, and Gene Chizik's just a significantly better defensive coordinator than what they had last year. Even if he was not a good head coach when he got the Auburn job, didn't know how to get that job. He's actually a very good DC. Not a great head coach, but a very good DC. And again, I know everything screams South Carolina, but that's why my gut says North Carolina's going to win this game and they're going to cover. But if you don't want to do that, because those odds are minus 110 on, on Caesars, just like the Colorado pick is minus 105 on FanDuel. We forgot to mention those. The other oh, bet yeah. that I love in this game, and just because it's been shown to happen, the under 64 and a half. That is the spread. The closest this, this, these two teams have gotten over the last five times they played was 54. And that was 58. That's a lot of points. That's 58, a lot of points for the 58, that was a high-scoring game. Both of them have lost offensive pieces, and both defenses should be better than they were last year. So, like, I just don't see 64. They haven't scored 64 points in this matchup between the two of them in, like, a decade. Yeah. Like, the last five times they played, they've been in the 30s, in, in, the, in the low 40s total, for total, not team scores but total last the last biggest they got close was a couple years ago when sam howell was there and they put up 58 combined and they still that's a, still a seven six point seven points from the from hit from hitting that over 64 and a half so Both that's also minus one qb god he was very good yes he's gonna be very good in washington time right now he's gonna be very good in washington i mean you heard the ron Rivera comments he's like if i knew he was this good i would have started him sooner and i said 
buddy, how did you not know he was this good? Yeah, you're, you're, you're the play? head coach. You're supposed to watch film. It's not that hard. Like he quite literally, oh, when he balled against Dallas, it's like, yeah. And what he, what's he done this offseason? Balled out. What's he done preseason? Balled out. What's he probably going to do in the season? Ball out. Not that much of a shocker. But uh, I, I just think UNC, they went 9-4 and four last year. They lost 9-5. Uh, they lost four of their four straight to end the season. They just can't. It was because of defense. It wasn't because they couldn't score. I just think they're going to get their get their act together and fix it. So I'm yeah. taking them minus 2.5. At minus one ten. If you don't like that, then take the under sixty four and a half. I, you can't go wrong with either. But I that, the uh, under sixty four and a half. I, I'd say is a little more confidence. But I, I gotta trust my initial pick, so I'm gonna go with the UNC. But if you don't like that, take the under. Just like I said with the Ohio last week, that under hit. So maybe hit, did, take that yeah. one. I'm gonna do my second pick. Why we both love this pick. By the way, um, yeah, this was one of the best. Was one of the best potentially. No, this the come we after. This is one of the best. This is just a pick that we both talked about, and I said yeah. I was going to take it. This is one of my favorite games of the weekend. Tulane versus South Alabama. Tulane is a six-point favorite at minus 110 odds on, C- on Caesars. This matchup's great. It's the AAC champion of 2022 and the second-place finisher of the Sun Belt in South Alabama. We know Tulane's story. They went 12-2 and last year, won the Cotton Bowl versus USC in dramatic fashion. South Alabama went 10-3, had a great season. They're both going to look to replicate the success they had last year. And this game is at Tulane. So that's one reason why I like them. Tulane's the, yeah. is a top 25 team. And both these teams are very, very close last year in all their statistical numbers. Off scoring uh, points let up per game, they both let around 21 points a game. They both scored about 27 points a game. I just have to trust Tulane because of two guys, two, two actors. Quarterback Michael Pratt's back. So I know Tajay Spears, the great, great running back from them, is gone. And that's going to hurt, but Michael Pratt is still there, and he had a hell of a season last year. I expect him to do the exact same thing. They're returning four of their five offensive linemen, so that's huge. So guess what? The new running backs coming in, or the backups now taking over, you're going to have a lot of room to run. And South Alabama did not do well against the run either, so I actually wouldn't shock me to see them kind of run the ball a lot, try to control clock. Um, I know this line could, I think this line could move up a little more, like to that seven, seven and a half, so definitely take it at the six if you can. I think, I think they're going to win by yeah. touchdown if you can get it. Um, and that's that's it for my second. Ryan, what do you got for your second pick? So my second pick is a little bit of a bias pick, but also um, oh, kind I wonder of, why it's a bias pick, Ryan. Kind of. It's also a pick where like I think a team only has to score one touchdown, and this over is you know has a good possibility of hitting. It is the Michigan versus Eastern Carolina over at uh, minus one ten. Uh, your normal over under odds, but the What's points the are fifty. The over is fifty one and a half. Okay. I see Michigan putting up at least forty, you know, forty to forty five points. So, you know, you do that math, forty five, and if Eastern Carolina gets a, you know, garbage time touchdown, there you go. It's your fifty two. I also like this number because Kirk Campbell's calling the plays on Saturday. You, with your suspension of Jim Harbaugh and Sharon Moore, um, your quarterback coach is going to want to take the Ferrari out of the garage, figuratively, and dust let, it off. Yeah, and dust it off, and he's gonna, you know, he's gonna show, he's gonna show college football what, you know, JJ's about. Let him use his legs. Uh, I think the run game, obviously, is going to be exceptional. 
with the top four or five O-line in the country, as we've seen the last two or three years. But I just think they're going to score points, and I think their defense is going to put them in positions to get good field position, turnovers, short fields. I just think, you know, again, bias here. Michigan might score 52 themselves. It's, I don't think you know, it's crazy, though. I think... If- you know no, you need, I don't you need think a it huge either. first half though. You need like a thirty-five point first yeah. half because the second half, Michigan's just gonna churn the clock, churn the clock. Yeah. So you get thirty-five first hand half, hand then then I think you're fine. I mean, again, you may see Donovan Edwards and Blake Horn break away a couple big runs here, and you're fine. Oh yeah. It's gonna now, be a lot, a lot like last week. If if East Carolina can give you at least one touchdown, you're the overall hit. What happened last week? Yeah, Navy, I think so. With the, in the Navy Notre Dame game, that line was forty-nine and a half. They got to 45 because Navy couldn't score a damn touchdown. Navy had chances. They just couldn't score. And that was the problem. Yeah. They scored, the game hits. Because Notre Dame in the second half kind of, you know, packed it up and said, oh, we'll score well, once. And Also, if Navy doesn't miss two field goals. Oh, yeah. I mean, they missed it. About, they, they did, we did have a couple missed field goals in that game, too. But well, I, I, I had because I had, I had 48 and a half. So if he hits those two field goals. Oh, then you hit because they were at 45. Yeah. Even if you were at 49 and a half, then you would have hit because – Six points. No, it would have been it would have been forty nine. It would have been forty. Oh no. No, it was forty two. Forty two. Forty five. Forty five. Yeah. Now, I will jump into my third pick because I know you're jazz and to talk about your third pick. Uh, Dave knows I love my team total overs. You'll see a lot of that this year. To... You'll see that Ryan likes. will have if it's a good matchup, he will take the team total. Yes, I I just think when the setting is right and. I do it for a lot of home teams. If I don't know if you've noticed that, but it's I mm-hmm. rarely do it for an away team. Okay, just because I just how many away teams can go into a hostile environment? Because college yeah. football it doesn't really matter where you play. When you're like a top tier team and you're playing a, a, a rivalry game or playing against like another top tier team, it's really hard to just ball out um, yeah. when you're away. Unless you're a team like the 2019 LSU that just did that didn't matter. Where you're, you're throttling everybody. But my team total over is. Tennessee, 41 and a half points. I know it's it's a lot when you sit down and look at it, but Tennessee is playing Virginia at <laughs> Nyland Stadium. Virginia is coming off one of their worst seasons in a long time. They and everyone lost, left. They, and everyone left. They lose their yeah. A lot of a lot of guys left. Obviously, the shooting last year didn't help either. Uh, you know, tragic events where people left the school and kind of wanted to start fresh. Tennessee is going to throttle Virginia. Absolutely throttle Virginia. It's going to be like the meme that's like, all right, stop. All right, he's dead. Stop, he's stop, dead. stop. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, you lose, you they have... lost Brendan Armstrong. You lost their best corner. Yep. You lost uh, their best receiver. You lost their, like... So you can, yeah, you can do the cons. I'll do the pros of Tennessee. You have a guy it's who... Just, it's just Virginia lost everything. They lost everything. They're going to be probably a bottom three team in the Power Five conferences. Uh, that's it's no disrespect to them. It's just how it it's is. It's a rebuild. Uh, it's a rebuild now. You are also getting a game plan run by Josh Heupel, who is a top two or three play caller in the country, in my opinion. And you're also getting an offense that loves to Aaron air baby. out the football. And don't you know, forget, they, don't forget that QB. That, that all-American quarterback, Joe Milton. Right, the, that's your I boy. Wouldn't say, I wouldn't say all-American, um, but 
definitely can, you know, he's not afraid to sling it six for a 60, 70 yard pass. Uh, it's just SEC football versus ACC football, especially. A it's not even good SEC, SEC football. It's, it's, it's a, a top tier SEC school versus bottom, bottom tier ACC. Yeah, I just, the reason why I'm taking this team total is the, the stars are lined up to where I just think it's it's gonna get ugly. I I don't want to I don't want to sewer Virginia that bad, but it's it could potentially get really ugly really fast, mm-hmm. and that's why I think Tennessee is going to open a can of uh, whoop ass on Virginia. What's the uh, what was the line on that, Rye? The their team total? No, no. Uh, what was the odds? Oh, minus one six. All right. So, so I mean, you almost—they're giving you almost plus money, uh, yeah. even money on that. So like, they're kind of trying to bait you, saying, "Oh, they're not going to score forty-two, but uh, I'm gonna Tennessee." Check, I'm going to check the odds now again, real quick. Tennessee, Tennessee scored a lot of points last year. Now, my only concern with them, Ryan, with that, with this number is, uh, you don't have Jalen Hyatt there anymore. You don't have Cedric Tillman there anymore. So it's like who, you got hope that uh, you can get guys to fill in those positions because they're going to want to show off Joe Milton. They—they've been yeah. coveting Joe Milton about how great he is. And you see all these practices and all that. Like you need to show, like, is he the real deal? And I think Tennessee needs needs a kind of throttle Virginia to like keep momentum. They're they're a team that's big on momentum. When they got it going, they got it going. But then we're like, yeah. look at how last season ended for them. After Hendon Hooker went down, you play the bowl game against Clemson. Clemson kind of beat you up pretty, but you know, beat you up. They never really had a chance in that game. So Tennessee, I think, wants to start the year and kind of get revenge on the ACC. So. Don't I don't don't hate that pick one bit. I think uh, if any team's going to score, you know, forty plus like that, it's going to be them. Now my third pick shouldn't come to a shock of anybody because if anyone knows oh. the sun- Sunday night game in Tampa Bay, this will be game of the week. This will be game of the week. This will be potentially one of the games of the year. It's number eight Florida State versus number five LSU, and you know who I'm taking. Not a question. Just look. Just stare into the camera. Florida Dan. State money line plus one eighteen. The books are saying, "Here's some money. You gonna bet it?" And I will bet the living hell out of it. Now I get it. LSU's got a really great team. Jaden Daniels is a is a legitimate Heisman quarterback problem. Yeah. But I gotta trust my dogs. I gotta trust all yeah, the offseason moves. You gotta roll with the fans. I gotta roll with with all the moves. You know, bringing in Jaheim Bell, bringing in Keon Cole, Coleman, Johnny Wilson's back. You got Trey Benson back. Oh, got, uh, hard not to cut you off. What? Um, for anyone who listens in the state of New Jersey, Johnny Wilson's receiving yards is sixty and a half right now. Uh, I suggest you take the over. Take the over. He's <laughs> gonna have hundred and twenty plus. He don't don't yeah. be shocked if he goes for a, a buck twenty. But Jordan Travis is going to throw have to throw for three hundred yards in this game. This is going to be a, a really. Yeah. It's all going to come down to can we stop the run or not? If they can stop the run, then then yeah, I don't fine. feel LSU. I don't feel LSU because I our secondary is going to be really elite. I'm not super worried about LSU passing the football. Now they got some guys out there and, and Jane Daniels can do that. But Jane Daniels is such a great running threat. I I fear him. They are out. They are without their number one running back. Uh, he's not going to be playing this week, so you're going to have mm-hmm. some new faces in the backfield. It just comes down. If we stop the run, I really don't see LSU beating us. Like I see Florida State winning this game. You have so many guys back. You have Jordan Travis back. To me, 
like offensively we should be able to to ball out and if we can give any type of run game against lsu yeah okay mm-hmm. you'll it's be fine. fine make us some underdogs it's fine and just know that florida state wins this game this will start the campaign to us to win the acc in 2023 and make the college World playoffs and maybe just maybe win the damn national championship because i'm gonna say here ryan if florida state wins the national championship i'm stealing the declaration of independence and I will be right next to you when you. I will help you steal the deck. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I mean, I heard there's a guy that knows how to steal treasure. I mean, his name is something. That I heard. I've talked to him. But FSU Moneyline, take it, people. I'm telling you. But man, oh man, this game's going to cause me to have a damn aneurysm. I may have a, a, a heart attack at the bar, especially after last year. Last year, it was a 23 24 okay. win for the state off a blocked extra point. So, please don't make it this close this year. I cannot deal with that if it's that close yeah, this year. Dave's, I'm going to sit there having heart palpitations. Dave's emotional, you know, 42 oh, can hold up to that. Yep, yeah, you saw you ride with Michigan. That Illinois game last year, we'll talk about that game. But if you want to go, um, we do have a fourth pick, a nice little uh, – We this is a pick we both really like and yeah, agree on. Um, someone's angry. We someone's really angry. I'm actually terrified for this team this year because we haven't really talked about them enough. And Ryan, you want to see the pick? What it is? It's minus all. Oh, so, uh, by the way, just to cut back, right? Florida State was plus one eighteen on Caesars. This pick is minus one ten on Fanduel and Caesars. Ryan, what's the pick? So uh, we're going to take it down to the south and uh, <laughs> take it down. To we're going to go to Nick. We're going to go roll tide. Roll tide. First half spread minus twenty three and a half. You know the point we that? Did you just throw a hookum. <laughs> yeah, no, roll tide. Horns it's down. not real tied. That's Hook'em. I know. If, but Horns Down for Texas. Guess who... Um, oh, we're not doing... We're, we don't do no, Horns Down. we're not doing podcast. Horns Down until Texas loses. Then it's Horns Down the whole season. Guess who they're playing week one. I didn't even realize they're play, who they're, this is who they're playing Saturday night. I feel so bad. This is a home game, too, for Alabama. So, like... Is it um, like Middle Tennessee? It's Middle Tennessee. So, like, yeah, the spread... First half spread is minus 24 and a half. I don't think Middle Tennessee is going to score a point. I think Alabama is going to literally unleash... Hell on hell. earth on them. I think Saban is going to because like no one, they're getting disrespected a lot this off season, and Nick yeah. Saban doesn't forget. Oh my God, his deal with the devil is going to come out. Oh my God, I feel like I'm I'm worried to see what happens in this game because I think they're going to blow them out. The the uh, it's it's going to get so fun fact, Dave. It's the first time in 17 years Nick Saban has not released a depth chart. At Alabama. Think about that. They're gonna so he is, they're, they're gonna... He's going to keep you guessing every single game that you play him. They have three quarterbacks, too, that they can just roll out onto the field. <laughs> they're going to win a national championship, aren't they? They may win a national championship. Ryan, I'm going to be honest. I know we're all over the first half spread, but Bama also may hit their team total and hit the over themselves. They may put up 60 in this game. Because it doesn't matter. You put in the backups. The, these backups are still going to score. Well, yeah, you have every you have every backup known to man. God, I'm just thinking. The more I think about it, this again, this is this is a fourth pick, a conjoined pick by us. Yes. Yeah. Um, of all the picks, that may be the most confident one I have out of all. And those, that may be the most confident pick <laughs> That's we, we get. combined one, yeah. Um, so, Ryan, you want to go over your three picks the last time? Just who you, what you got this week? Yes, sir. So... 
Pick number one is Colorado minus twenty, uh, plus twenty nine. Sorry, wow. <laughs> I don't even want to know what the odds with that on with that. Plus that, that would be plus uh, easily. Uh, your second pick is Michigan's uh, game total over fifty one and a half and minus one ten, and then your third pick is Tennessee's team total over forty one and a half All at right. minus one oh six. And my my three picks are North Carolina minus two and a half and minus one ten odds. You can also take the under 64.5, minus 110 odds. My second pick is Mr. Uh, Tulane, minus 6 over South Alabama at minus 110 odds. And my final pick is Florida State, plus 118 over LSU money line. And the fourth pick between us, again, Alabama, first half spread, minus 23.5, minus 110 odds. We will post this on our Instagram stories. We'll then also post it on our personal story so you guys can see the picks before the game. And then you'll see the recap after the fact. Yep. Now, that's all I have for picks-wise. I know we have a couple notes on the league-wise, so I'm just going to run through my, my section of notes, and I'll let you run over your section after, after sure. the fact. Um, CJ Stroud, named Week 1 starter. Not surprising, but, like, I've, we, you know, why we talk about off-air, of the top guys drafted this past season, he looked the most uh, up and down. Like, Bryce, to me, had uh, started down and ended up, and Richardson's looked pretty solid throughout. Also, I'm just really rooting for Anthony Richardson. I don't know. There's just a thing about this kid. I'm thinking back to when like they had that meeting in uh, back in May. And he cleaned up after they made a whole mess, and he stayed and cleaned up to help the cleaning staff. And yeah. they asked why. And he's like, Standards. because it's not, it's not a, you know, it's not fair for them to have to clean up our mess, you know. And there's a reason he was actually just named team captain. You know, I think he's really, uh, I think this, I think he's been really good. Like, I'm really rooting for the kid. Um, Josh Jacobs signs a one-year $12 million deal with the Raiders. So Raiders get their, uh, Vegas gets their running back back, who was the All-Pro last year. Great move for them. Terrible news out of Tampa. I feel horrible yeah. for him. But Ryan Jansen's going to miss the entire 2020 season with a knee injury to his same knee. I- I've heard that this may be a career-ending injury. Which it most just, likely is. Yeah, And it stinks because I would love to see him and Cody Bunch next to each other. That would have been awesome to see on the offensive line. Great. But uh, Tampa's going to have to find a new, a new center this year. Um, Colin Murray and Von Miller are both going to start the season on the PUP list. So they're going to miss smart. the first four weeks before the season. Vaughn. No, smart for Vaughn. you got to make sure he's back because the minute that he left, that Bills defense was never the same. And they were a different defense when he was playing. Like They were a problem. Um, Kyler, we see that he's like, of Colt McCoy go. So we see Kyler you know, probably won't play much at all this year for Cardinals. Yeah. They're just completely packing in before the season even started, and they're just trying to take tank Caleb Williams. This is insane to me. That Remember, two years ago, they gave the mega extension to Kyler and to Cliff Kingsbury, and now, uh, two and a half years later, it's an absolute dumpster fire in, in Arizona. Yeah. Um, Will Lutz was traded to the Broncos, which is a nice little reunion with, with Sean Payton. Trades. Love that. Titans, after having no kicker on the roster for two days... Uh, went and signed former Patriot and Jets kicker Nick Folk. Thank you, Nick, for your time. You Thank were, you for your time. Great for us, Nick. completely honestly. Really, did nothing was great. Um, so Titans now have a, uh, a kicker. Um, Eagles with one of the more interesting pickups. Uh, this is going to be a future move, but they signed Isaiah Rogers from the Colts. Now you may remember we mentioned him a few weeks ago because Isaiah Rogers cannot play in 2023 because he was betting on games. The NFL suspended him for the full season. So just an interesting move there. Um, and I have to just mention this last one. Our, uh, Alec Ingle, the fullback of Miami, gets the Brinks truck. Three years, $17.2 yeah. million dollar deal. That is a lot of money for a fullback. So guess what? Alex 
fuck good job man good get your you. money bro i love that i love to see when you see a fullback get paid some money and talk about yeah, i love to see i love you gotta bring you gotta bring short guy you want to talk about i do yes yes um let me we'll talk about him in a second actually yeah we'll hop into him first tj hawkinson signs a four-year 68 million dollar deal with the vikings making him the highest paid tight end in the league according to aav and he resets the market what's that a year uh it's 17.125 that is you know what's funny waller was getting 17 i'll tell you though tj i you know he in his 10 games with with the Vikings last year put up like 600 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot more, you know, now that you have let go of Thielen. I know you brought in um, Addison, but I, I, he can play. He can play. So good, good for him. If he got that money, I'm just thinking about what Jefferson's going to get, man. Jefferson's going to get I absolutely oh God. three Brinks he's, trucks. He's going to need three Brinks trucks. Now, I'll do the Patriots news last because that's know, the newest it, news. It actually just broke. But. Two, the Chris Jones holdout has been talked more than the Nick Bosa holdout. You know, you have two of the top four defensive players in the NFL in a contract holdout. And if Chris Jones, you know what? I'm just going to say it. You can add another pick to next week. If Chris Jones does not play next week, you will take Lions money line. Lions are right now a six and a half point underdog. I will tell you right now. Give me the Lions with the money oh, line yeah. if Chris Jones isn't playing. That's okay. Jameer Gibbs, Dave Montgomery, fun football. Because Jones, oh, yeah. Brian, you said this before. As great of a pass rusher he is, he is equally as good as a run stopper. So they they actually showed a stat on ESPN uh, before when I was watching it. When Chris Jones is on the field, they are top top five team in the NFL getting to the quarterback. When he is not on the field. They are 28th. I did not know that. That's actually insane. Holy crap. I can see why he they wants his money. They are 28th at getting to the quarterback. That's and a di- and this, this is why, you know, I, I said a few weeks ago, uh, the Frank Clark loss is magnified by 10. Because I know they can. They let him go because they drafted the last couple of years. They drafted George Kalafis. So they drafted... um. Felix uh, yeah. uh, Zuby, how do you say his last name? From, yeah, the uh, kid from the kid from Kansas, Kansas State, State this year. They, they made I mean, they making dra- last couple of seasons. They drafted the like supposed to be like the Frank Clark replacement. But if you suddenly don't have Chris Jones, that's a bigger loss yeah. than Frank Clark ever. Now, last last bit of news here: two signings on the Patriots practice squad. They, I think, pick up a really good option to compete with. Their quarterbacks, who they have on the roster right now, and Mac Corral. So now you have four quarterbacks in that room with Mac, who's obviously your QB one. Uh, Bailey Zappi, Mac Corral, and Malik Cunningham. Now, I think me out personally, of all of them, I think I think Zappi's the short man out. I think Cunningham's kept his two versatile. And why the Panthers let Corral go? Like you basically you used a third round draft pick on him last season and let him go. Yeah. And he Doesn't played, make sense. Re- they told him, they, that just like um, uh, Will Greer from Dallas, they told them both, like, this is going to be our last game, like, we're going to be releasing you. And they yeah. both balled out in the, that, like, third preseason game. So it's like... Hey, well, I have, a, I have a question for you, Dave. What's your question? 
Do you remember the... Oh, actually, before I ask that question, uh, Patriots also signed Jalen Rieger to the practice squad Oh, you as mean well. the guy drafted before Justin Jefferson? The pick before Justin Jefferson. Now, do I think he's going to make the team? No, I think he stinks. Dave thinks we can turn him into the next Randy Moss. That's <laughs> a joke. But if he somehow a... becomes good, <laughs> that'd be crazy. But the question I you know, want to ask you is, do you remember the last time the Patriots had four quarterbacks on their roster? Four? No. I, I can only think of three. Twenty. Ever? I don't even know. Now? They've, they've done it one time. Was it 19? Was it 2001? Or 2000? It was, it was a man who wore number 12. Was the fourth quarterback? He was the fourth quarterback. No, he wasn't. He was the third He was the fourth quarterback. He was the fourth quarterback. It was the first time. Because it was, it, was, it, was, it was Bledsoe. And then yep. uh, they draft the guy they had drafted the season before, and then they drafted two quarterbacks this year. Holy crap, that yep. was the last time. Does yep. that mean Matt Corral's the, the second coming of Tom Brady? I say that out loud. But I think Matt Corral can play. I think Matt Corral can play. I think he's a, a very – again, I, I understand what the Panthers still got the number one pick, so like they didn't need him. But like I think Matt Corral is better than Zappi. Corral brings in like more of a court, uh, stereotypical quarterback body, and he also can like kind of yeah. move. I, and he's got a cannon. I think I think him and Willis, uh, Willis, him and Cunningham are going to fight for who's going to be the backup to Mac. And if they both, if Mac sucks, uh, you have two I think very solid option twos. Yes. Now I know I know you're on the 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 fade Graham merch train, Dave, but he's actually not. His stats tonight actually aren't bad. Uh I don't care. I hate him. Twenty three probably... thirty four for two sixty one. All right, that's actually not terrible. I'll give him that, but. No, it's not it's terrible. I guess the no, top twenty I'm, defense in the country, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. But uh, on that note, but I have no I more notes, Ryan. Do you have any more notes to mention? What's going on with Nick Bosa? I am good here. Still hold out? Uh, deal, deal. I think deal done by the end of the week. Okay. So. So soon. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Well, on that note, folks, thank you so much as always. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Apple Music. Share us with your friends. We could really love it. You know, we got video now. Come on, you want to see our cute faces do. more? You want to listen to our picks? We're not going to go three cute's and three a this little week. bit of a stretch, but I mean, I, I, I you better not cute. go in three, otherwise I'm kicking you off. I, I'm not going to go in three. I'm telling you right now because Florida State's going to win. So they're alone going to save my life. Oh, um, my and if they lose, uh, don't talk to me ever again. Um, but on that note, as always, I'm Dave, and I'm Ryan. And thank you so much for listening, as always, and have a great day. Yes, and as always, before we leave, wink, wink. <laughs>